Hello and welcome to episode 23 of the Jurassic World Dog Org. Dog Org. Dogs. I like dogs. Um, podcast. As usual, I'm joined with Chris and Assis. Um, just be sure to check out FamousIDs.com and use coupon code JWORG for 20% discount on your own Jurassic Park and Jurassic World IDs. And uh, check out JurassicFanGear.com as they sponsor us and they have some pretty damn cool gear on there for the fans. For the Jurassic fans. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so not us. Not us. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not fans or anything like that. Not at all. Not even no. close. Um, so the last time we spoke, officially, was the second of last month. Jeez. So, you know, it's been a while. How um, are we? I'm doing good. I just woke up, so I'm tired. How are you? You know what's funny is I got up extra early for this podcast today. Like, I got up at <laughs> 6.50 to make sure I was, like, up and awake and ready. And now I'm just like, God damn it, Assis. Listen, you're the one who's always late. So I, I get I'm, But I'm, like, f- I'm like, five minutes late. And then I get on, and then you're like, oh, shit, my laptop. Hold on, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's dying. <laughs> well, I'm not that late right now. I'm okay. An you're hour. An hour it's and not, 11 it's an minutes. an hour of sleep, though, right? Yeah, I mean... Well, you were up till four forty-five at least. So for some obscure reason, yeah, who he, knows? Yeah, I have no 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 comment. <laughs> oh, I was watching Jurassic Park three. There we go. We'll make that. We'll, we'll go with that. Were yeah. you actually? No, of course not. He probably he's probably <laughs> watching Jurassic Park three while like idolizing Jar Jar Binks. Wow. <laughs> he loves the worst parts of each franchise. <laughs> I hate Jar Jar Binks. How dare you? Uh, but he, he seemed to love Hayden Christensen as Anakin. Nothing wrong with him. Uh, I mean, I don't think he's a horrible actor, but I don't. I, I mean, I actually I oh, don't so you really saw know. The rumor then, right? But uh, his uh, Star Wars performances weren't exactly top notch, in my you opinion. You can't blame him for that. No one made a good performance in Star Wars. No, that that so. is true. Except for um, except for Obi Wan. Obi Wan was great. Yeah, yeah. Obi Wan's amazing. He he really yeah. he he did carry a great performance in the prequels. Anyways, Jurassic Park in Jurassic yeah. World. Yeah, well, uh, me and Chris, just before we started recording, we were talking about the box artwork on the 2009 Jurassic Park toy line, the very short-lived one. Um, but okay. I, it just reminded me of, uh, I don't know if you got, you, you guys must have seen it, the uh, concept art from the Jurassic Park arcade game, the new one. Yeah. Um, pretty damn sweet, right? Yeah, it like, is really cool. Like the, the, the gates. I really want to play this game. Somebody needs to port it to PC, and then we can just play it. I really like without. the uh, Jurassic Park vehicles. Yeah, they're like they're like souped up, kind of. What I like about that game, and this isn't official, but I suspect it anyways. You're rolling around Nublar, cleaning it up with a bunch of mercenaries. So yeah. I'm pretty sure it's like the unofficial prequel to Jurassic World, like before the park was built. Basically, like engine going around and cleaning up the island. Yeah. But on crack, yeah, basically. and that's what that uh, canceled 2010, 2011 Jurassic Park toy line was supposed to be, actually. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame these things never came to fruition. But this this arcade game needs to be ported. I mean, if you go on our website, you can see the concept art, and there's some seriously cool shots of jeeps and dinosaurs and volcanoes and yeah, vi- the visitor center and the original JP Gates, and it's it's pretty damn sweet. I like it. Really f- and a few people have said they've they've played the game and that it was stupidly fun you know? I, I want to play it I gotta like, see there's no one nearby that has it though I gotta no. see somebody play it when I was in uh, Los Angeles for a bit cause uh, right by the premiere there's a Dave and Buster's and I went nice. in there and they had it but um, it's not as good as the Lost World one like at all but I mean you can't it seemed pretty fun that, that Lost World arcade game was just so good 
I mean, it's just so much fun. I would love... This is going a little off the arcade game thing, but I would love if they even just had, like, a classic collection of all, like, the classic Jurassic games just released in, like, 1080p yeah. on, like, PC, PS4, Xbox One, etc. Well, don't I, they all suck? No, I mean, no the you know, Sega Genesis for, games were great. Well, they, yeah, they did it for Splinter Cell and stuff. Like, they re-released them. Yeah, I, yeah I guess I'm not even just... talking, like, the 3D ones. I'm talking, like, the old platformers, the 2D ones. Yeah. They were good. Universal should be doing this because we don't have a Jurassic World game. I think like, the chances think of it happening fun. now are a lot higher than the chances of them happening before. I think Jurassic mm. Park, I mean Jurassic World now has kind of become a pop culture phenomena. I think that you're going to see a lot more opportunities like this arise and uh, the different I guess partners I think will take it more seriously as well as Universal hopefully. So, I hope so. I, I think that we're starting to see those repercussions a little bit already. Like the... Uh, the Blu-ray press junket, that's pretty big. Yeah. The way they um, did that is a lot bigger than like anything they've done for Jurassic World in the pre-release marketing. Yeah, so so to anyone who's not in the know, if you follow Jurassic Snaps on Snapchat, um, you'll you'll see that basically Universal have invited a load of press, so Paul from Joe Blow's there, um, a load of other people are there to, to interview Bryce Dallas Howard, B.D. Wong, Ty and Ty Simpkins and Nick Robinson. Uh, and they, they taught them on the island. They basically taught it as if it was Nublar. Um, they took them in on the Jurassic World ferry. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty damn sweet. Yeah, they I mean, brought that... them. They brought them to a bunch of different locations, like on ATVs, and then like you know, like tour trucks. Got to tour all the different movie sets. Well, not sets, but locations. And then the second day, they did a load of interviews, which we saw. I don't, again, if you follow Real Tours on Facebook, you see that. Um, he managed to he managed to get in and meet them all, which is I woke up to that and I was like, Hell yeah, man. Very good, very good. Did you super cool. Did you see how his daughter got a hold of the uh the big Jurassic World yeah. cardboard logo? Did he tell you how she got it? Yeah, BD BD Wong chased after them and, and, and gave it to her. Yes. Oh my god, what a hero. What a hero, right? Like Fuck, yes. He apparently they they were all super engaging with his daughter and like even Ty went to play with her and while he you know it's just it's just great like I, that's the kind of, of of thing that we needed yeah um, absolutely it just it was so well done and he really deserved it he obviously he's been following the franchise since well following Jurassic World since pretty much since it came into production yeah and he's been so on the know like He's yeah, just he's, he's along with he's along he's been along with for the ride with he us. made the pre-release cycle of Jurassic World a lot of fun yeah um, we had him on the podcast once. Obviously, you can you can check that out. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's really cool. It seemed like they had a really good time in Hawaii doing that, and and <laughs> there was a physical copy of the Blu-ray going around, which, like Assis pointed out, didn't even feel, it didn't seem real. It's like you know, Jurassic Park Four has finally made it to DVD. It's strange. It's yeah. Strange feeling. Speaking of which, didn't somebody have a question about our opinions of the Blu-ray cover art? I think it might have yeah. been Jurassic Raptor. Yeah, I was just going through these, actually. We've got questions, questions. Here. Yeah, I like them. Um, we should try to tackle all of them. Yeah, so Justin said, also, love to know your thoughts on the JW Blu-ray features exclusives package. So, I mean, go for it. Uh, I shall go first, because I have no opinion, really. Uh, packaging <laughs> looks like poop. Yes. <laughs> well, you know what? No, no, no. It's, it looks okay. It looks bad. <laughs> it doesn't it's, look like poop. It, it, it's, it, it's awful. It's just a generic Hollywood, generic uh, blockbuster... Uh, packaging, I guess. It's like, yeah. um, it's like features teenage... I think we're lacking, right? 
I don't I remember j- so, so the bonus features I've got the list here there's Welcome to Jurassic World which is an in-depth look I assume we've seen half of that if, if not Probably, most yeah. of it online there's an all-access pass which is where Chris and Colin discuss moments in the film we've seen that um, Innovation Center Tour with Chris Pratt I don't think we've seen that um, Jurassic's Closest Shaves clips from all films in the franchise showing near death so that's just some funny like his exactly yeah I mean and then there's a few more there's deleted scenes which none of us have seen dinosaurs roam once again uh, visual effects so that, that'll be fun to see and then Chris and Colin take on Jurassic World which is we've seen well what so. is the visual effects one like what what, what is, what's the description of it uh, it says uh, behind the scenes look at the making of Jurassic World's visual effects how the dinosaurs came to life and actors filmed scenes so I assume that it's one an I'm extended look for. at yeah, but I assume it's an extended look at the one we've already seen. You, know, you mean the one, the one with the apatosaurus? But I assume, uh, yeah, I'm assuming the, the, this the one, one that we uploaded recently. I'm assuming this one will include a lot more of industrial light and magic, actually, since they well, yeah. I say industrial light and magic, but the majority of the CG was actually outsourced to other houses. So yeah. I, I'm assuming it's just going to be a lot of the CG houses and their work for Jurassic World as well, which is always interesting yeah. to me. Um, I mean, I, I'm I'm curious, like how long all these features last like is it an hour <sighs> combined or is it, do we have a runtime it doesn't look like honestly it doesn't look like it's going to be that long and that's i mean okay so like from in my opinion i think the cover art as he said it's pretty shit um it's mm. i never liked that uh that pratt with the raptors poster it just looks very mm. cheesy. It's not. There's nothing wrong with the scene in the movie. It looks pretty cool in the movie. Just the poster's really, really cheesy. It's got this weird Photoshop effect. And it just looks like more like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles than Jurassic. It doesn't even seem like Jurassic World. It's just a weird picture to use to kind of use as your key art. Um, and it just looks cheesy. Oh, I don't know. But, um, yeah, the special features, I feel like they're a little bit of a missed opportunity. Like, where's our in-depth making of... Uh, where's our tour of Main Street, the entire set? Like, sure, mm-hmm. we've got Chris Pratt giving us a tour of the Innovation Center, which is cool, but that's an internal set. Where's our tour of this giant Main Street set that they built? They have this mm. gift shop that's loaded full of different products and toys. A lot of them were actually early Jurassic World prototypes that didn't make it to the stores even, and you can just kind of catch glimpses of them. And it's just like, there's so many cool things that I think fans would have liked to see and so much hard work that went into it, and I just would have loved to just tour Main Street. I would have loved to feel like I was a visitor to Jurassic World, almost like have a virtual Main Street tour. Yeah, um, uh, and and as well, the as like a full making of, we don't know what Welcome to Jurassic World uh, entails, but yeah, there's been a past 14 years of development. It would have been pretty cool to sort of, the, if they'd cycled through... Kind of like a documentary, concepts. like a internal, like a making of documentary. I've seen a lot of Blu-rays do that, where it's like kind of the road to making the movie happen. It would have been cool to have maybe like Frank Marshall and Steven Spielberg and everybody kind of sit down and talk about the... Uh... Yeah, where it began and then how it ended yeah, up. Yeah, and mm. as quote-unquote politically correct as they can keep it because I'm sure a lot of the people that worked on it and a lot of the ideas they don't necessarily want to say bad things about but some of the ideas they're probably not as happy about in retrospect like those uh, good old dino-human hybrids (sighs) (laughs) Um, I think they're probably they want to sweep that under the rug I think but I mean I, I think they should embrace it the art was good. Uh, it was Carlos Zuante. 
Um, they they push the boat out with concept there, and yeah, like the script isn't Jurassic Park, but it was cool. It was fun. We've discussed it before. Assis likes it, but uh, I mean, I, I it was a fun read, but Assis, I don't know. Assis, you think it'd be a better movie than Jurassic World, in your opinion? Uh, which movie? Sorry, I had like a John Sayles script. Again, so. John Sayles um, script. It would have been very different, right? It wouldn't have been JP. No, not at well, all. The first half would have been. Not even the first Google. half still felt more like piranhas. They're just like it was like <laughs> yeah. It was just like one like monstrous dino encounter after another. It was goofy. It was a lot of fun to read, though. I mean, ho- hopefully these behind the scenes will will come in time. Maybe with a because you know it's expected we're going to get another extended Blu-ray release. That's and that's what I'm thinking honestly because there's a lot of time between now and the sequel. So yeah, I yeah, there'll think... be something in between. Hopefully they're working on a on a on a Blu-ray. But on October 20th, you can pick yours up. Most people have pre-ordered. And October 19th for for the people in the UK. So and hopefully I'll get it. October uh, 1st if you want to get it digital. Yeah, yeah, what does that actually mean? Because it says on demand on the 20th, but it says digital iTunes HD on stuff. October 1st. Huh? You get so, on iTunes right on October 1st. Yeah. Okay, all right. That's what it means, yeah? Because like I thought iTunes, that was on demand. iTunes, Xbox video, things like that. But what, what's on demand then? Uh, on demand, I think, is when you can rent it. If, uh. I think on demand is like when you can rent it digitally, and when you I think you can own it digitally October first, but you cannot rent it digitally. I, I don't. I don't, hell if I know. Okay, well October nineteenth for the people in the Britain. So yeah, it's a it's exciting. I I really do want to get a hold of that. I want to kind of I want to go all through all those uh, special features, and I wish there was a concept art gallery or something like that. Maybe they See, yeah, they might have not listed thing. that. Like that might be like one of those things that they just don't list, but they do have there. Like uh, Jurassic Park three also had the CG turnarounds, which I really liked, where you could just kind of see yeah, the three D models. Cool. I don't know. I just yeah, wanted I, I wanted know. things like that. Well, with Jurassic World, I think some of the animals would have been cool to see up close, like the baby animals. You only kind of get to see them on screen for a few minutes, but they still had fairly comprehensive CG renders. Mm. So basically, it's just a generic, like, summer blockbuster release on Blu-ray. Nothing yes. special. I mean, obviously, it's special because it's our film. We've been but it wasn't treated it, special, but... though. Mm. Um, another question is uh, from Josh, who who Josh actually how runs the forum. Uh, who are each of your top three director candidates for the Jurassic World sequel? This is a tough one. To be fair. Do you guys have know. any? I no. don't really have anybody in mind. Honestly, that's kind of weird. I mean, I know plenty of great directors that I think would be interesting to see directed Jurassic movie, but realistically speaking, I haven't given it a lot of thought. Yeah, I I actually haven't given it thought either. I'm, I'm trying to think of people now, but the kind of films that I watch outside of Jurassic Park aren't are kind of different. Um, I don't know. I haven't thought about it because I always kind of just assume Colin would do it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, well, I don't know how Universal is going to take this one. Are they going to pick another like up and coming director? Or are they going to pick someone bigger? Like, what's the deal with that? Colin, think that? I think Colin and, and Spielberg will have quite a quite a choice. Yeah, um, I don't think they'll choose a director for hire. I think well, they'd choose, have to, right? I mean, I mean, yeah, essentially they'll Colin's choose vision. someone. Yeah, they'll choose someone who's here's the script. You know, do what you you know, 
here's the script, it won't change kind of thing. But I don't... Someone who has their own vision. I bet you they will allow the director to come in and make changes to the script. Or influence changes to the script. But nothing big, though, right? They probably, probably not, they right? probably won't let them throw out the story and start anew. Yeah. Like, they, if, you know, if the story, like, you know, with Jurassic World, it's about a new park... I don't think that they're gonna they're gonna have any situations where it's like supposed to be about a new park and a director comes in and they're like, now nah, we're not doing that and they're like, okay, now nah, I think it's gonna stick pretty close to that. But I still wouldn't be surprised if um they allow the director's vision to influence the movie. And what about um Rupert Wyatt? I, I did Rise. Yeah, I he was somebody that we actually talked about a while back, mm. wondering if he. Would I don't do think so now. Jurassic World. It's- It'd be too much like his Rise of the Planet of the Apes, which is with a Jurassic Park painting on it. Yeah, but it was a good him. film. It was, a good it film. was, yeah, it was good. It was decent, yeah. but... Um, what about Joe Johnston? <laughs> yeah, in a second. But no, not really. Um, who... And I haven't seen it yet, so I can't speak of the quality of it, but uh, who just directed Everest? Oh, yeah, uh, the, it's the French director, is it not? Um, hang on. Uh, well, I'm getting some weird feedback right now from one oh, of your mics. Come on, dog. Um, Balthasar Kormakur. Um, of ice uh, from Iceland. Huh. Um, I haven't seen Everest, but you said it's good, Chris. I know I have not seen it, uh, so uh, I really don't know. Uh, I've heard I've heard fun things. Like it was it was fun. Uh, that's what Jurassic World was. We don't want that. Well, no, that's no. not not the same type of fun. Like it's, somebody's, it's a drama. somebody's written here, uh, Drew Goddard. It's apparently uh, Cabin in the Woods. That's a safe choice. That... Yeah, well, I mean, it's a good choice. I think. Uh, that seems like the wrong type. I mean, what else has he done? Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't go that. He's way. a good writer, though. Uh, yeah, he's well, a very good writer. No, he didn't wrote, Joss? Um, didn't Joss Whedon? Whedon? I don't know how you're supposed to. They say wrote. That. They wrote it together. Yeah. Um, he wrote recently. Sinister Six and he? Robopocalypse. Uh, he wrote The Martian. He wrote yeah, two World movies that will never happen again. So cool. Yeah. yeah, Cabin in the Woods. Obviously, I mean, I really like Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, maybe he's not. He wouldn't be the best choice. I don't want them to. I mean, it's not going to happen. But people keep suggesting Michael Bay or like Joss Whedon. Oh it's God, like, no. no! Who's suggesting it's that? Gonna, it's not going to happen, man. I'm just looking on IMDb boards. But oh, how dare you? No, 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 no. <laughs> Universal. No, I know. Universal wouldn't go that direction, in my opinion, even mm. if those directors mm. were interested. And also, I don't think Joss would be interested. I think he's kind of done with blockbusters. He's kind of for a little yeah. while, at least blockbusters of French. He might good. He might do hey, his what, own. Hey, things. what about um, what about Frank Marshall? <laughs> no, I think he's done with directing. I think that would be interesting. He's a good producer, though. I won't lie. He's like top oh, he's much. a damn good producer. But that goes without. Saying. I have one for you guys. Have you guys seen the movie Preservation? Never even heard of it. Never mind, man. Yeah, he. I don't know who. Some Canadian He's... director. It was good. He made like the wilderness seem scary. Ooh, man, it was a bear that, attack. That's it was a visceral. nice poster. That's a nice poster. Let me see. Um, it was kind of preservation. It's creepy. like eighties horror mixed with modern, like. Uh, yeah, it's like a, there's a bear indie. attack. Oh, spoilers! It's a bear attack, and it's super visceral and it's gross. Oh, oh, he did the bay. The what? Oh, he didn't. He didn't direct that. Did no, he no. like the bay? He might have been uh, acting dude, in it. Dude, no, he wrote Area Fifty One. Um, what the fuck is that? Ar- Aram Pelly, the guy who did Paranormal Activity, his his film that they just brought out, which was filmed like five years ago. I okay, so I mean, this looks like a cool poster. I definitely think that yeah. we need somebody that can direct like visceral, and I think honestly, in the next Jurassic movie, the wilderness and just kind of nature itself should become a character. Like that's why this guy weather, weather, mountains. Hey, seat, I mean, man. the jungle. Remember that name, kids? Christopher Denham. But Christopher uh, Denham. I mean, I don't want. JP4. I don't want a 
horror movie director or like it's not horror a... it's not horror okay. trust me okay. it's not a horror movie per se okay. it's, it looks like a thriller okay yeah it made the wilderness seem like its own type of character it's unrelated it's relenting it's dangerous but at the same time it's beautiful and he captures that really well in his movie i'm i'm so into this assis char- I, I won't I, lie i mean it hasn't got the best it hasn't it hasn't got high ratings no, but it looks fantastic. So I well, don't know if he has a good script. Maybe script wise, yeah. Shoot, well, I mean, um, it looks fantastic. It's cool, that. but I mean, again, we need somebody that we know can direct characters pretty well, and I think yeah. that that's a key. And I think somebody that can bring well, bring that sense of charm and adventure, but also bring that sense of tension and reality to it all. I mean, here, here's an interesting question: Do you think John Schwartzman will be back to cinematographer? That's a good question. Really? Because because he probably I mean he he doesn't he doesn't stick with a director if that makes sense like you know Kaminsky uh, and Spielberg yeah um, he was he was almost a cinematographer for hire not in a bad way it was just they chose someone yeah they, they found like somebody that. that would probably work well with the vision of the movie um, clean yeah yeah because Jurassic World was supposed to be clean mm-hmm. and... maybe that's why it didn't feel like Jurassic World uh, Jurassic Park because it was too clean mm-hmm. too gunmetal yeah, yeah. too shiny yeah it, it, it didn't it didn't feel yeah, but uh, some of that, way. a lot of that comes down to the color correction because it's really funny when you watch like the behind the scenes footage, and then you compare like then you compare it to like the final plate. You're like, damn, the jungle just looks so much more real and dangerous in the behind the scenes footage, and then in the final plate, it's just all too pristine and processed. Like it almost looks fake, and it isn't most of the time, but it almost does look fake just because of all the color effects and uh, post processing that's going on. And I think that's I mean, an interesting. Ha- side product of creating a cinematic look for a movie sometimes it can eliminate some of the natural look of it all mm. yeah uh assis you've probably heard of him the guy that directed prisoners and enemy and stuff like that dennis Vil- okay Vil- i have a strong opinion on this he would okay. he, he'd be perfect perfect yeah. perfect but he's too busy with blade runner yeah, yeah, he's too mm. busy with Blade Runner and uh, Story of Your Life as well, which is in post now, which he's I can't a wait for. It's director. about a dude, right? Prison. Have you seen Enemy? Yeah, that's oh, a mind-bending movie. Enemy, man, what the hell? I need that to see end these. shot. Oh, Chris, have you seen Prisoners? No. Okay, the, Get on that the first thing you do it's once we finish funny. this podcast is because I had somebody watch. tell me I should watch that very recently. Also, dude, it is like my favorite film of 2013 okay and then then he did enemy the same year with jake gyllenhaal as well and it's 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 far less action-packed than prisoners but my god enemy is like oh cease how good is it listen it makes you sweat buckets it does and the end shot the final shot of that that movie is just like what like it's hard I had to watch a couple of theories on YouTube that kind of explain it come on man no like, spoilers jeez I won't man but <laughs> you, you know my god what I could film um, yeah so he, right, I have he, two more names before we move on like, just real okay. quick I was thinking in my head um, the guy who did It Follows he got tension good uh, he got the charm oh, yeah. that you guys want really badly he got that and yeah. it was kind of scary so him David and Robert him. Mitchell yeah yeah, that, yeah that's, that's his name what else does he have underneath his belt or is It Follows mm, basically not nothing much. See, I almost That's a big one. I almost get the feeling they might go to somebody a little bit more established this time around. In that case, Kerry Fukunaga. Terry. Kerry. Terry Fu Kerry, Kerry, Kerry Fukunaga. How how are you spelling that? Kerry, like C A R I think it's C A R Y, yeah. He did the first season of True Detective. And then he did this movie called Beasts of Another Nation or something. It's getting True Detective reviews. 
True yeah. Detective was that boss. first season was fantastic. That second yeah, season, second season eh. I watched the first episode. No, I like second season. How dare you? Uh, the second season's a mess. But no, yeah, but it's it's fun though. It's good. It gets better at the end. Okay, I was, I, I've I only watched the first episode of season two, and I was I, I couldn't get into it. I was like, nah. That's like the entire season. It's very nonsense. It's very long and drawn out, and every, they try to make every character dark and depressing and mysterious. It just doesn't work, really. And plus, the story is actually... I mean, if you wrote it down on paper, it probably sounds fine, but the way they conveyed the story is just like, you're like, what the hell is going on? Mm. Yeah, it was a bit confusing, I won't lie. I yeah, mean, just... he, okay, so this Carrie guy did Be- uh, Beasts of No Nation is coming out soon, uh, and then he did Jane Eyre, which I heard good things about. Um, good character-kind-of-driven movie. So, it's not a bad choice. I mean... I still just keep wondering about that Everest director because it's a Universal Pictures movie. He worked with a lot of big-name actors like Josh Brolin. Um, if the movie if the movie's good, I don't know if it is, but I've heard good things about it. I heard it's really tense and very drama-filled. I heard it's not fantastic, but I heard that it's pretty good. Um, I, you know, I do wonder if a director like that would work very well. You know, work yeah, well. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, I, I want them to choose someone... It would bring that sense of tension that we kind of all want to see return to Jurassic. Mm. And, That's what we need. I mean, and look at uh, the um, trailers for Everest and just look how real and raw it all looks. Yeah, no, that's for sure. I, it feels so tense. Uh-huh. I can't wait to see it. Um, okay, so I'm just going on other questions. Uh, uh, so, right... Uh, trying to find a good question <laughs> um okay so, so, many of them. so ryan says your thoughts on the new trilogy now that colin has talked more about the themes does anyone want to quickly do a rundown of what colin said in the jurassic cast podcast? yeah i actually have it all and because i was ready oh, for lovely. us to talk about this so i have it all i have my Go rundown just give us a quick rundown okay so essentially our friends at jurassic cast they got a chance to interview colin Trevorrow again and he gave some pretty cool details about jurassic world um, and its sequels. He reiterated again that they envisioned it as a trilogy from the very beginning, and they laid the groundwork for the sequels in Jurassic World, which is pretty obvious watching the movie. They kind of built a bigger world for the movies to take place in. Um, Definitely. So, I thought this is pretty cool. Jurassic World, the first one, is based off of Ian Malcolm's quote, where he's talking about, uh, you know, where he says... Uh, try to accomplish something as fast as you could, and before you knew what you had, you'd patent it, package it, and slap it on a plastic lunchbox, etc., etc. You're selling it. Selling it! <laughs> I love it. Good stuff, boys. Um, yeah, no, so that's what Jurassic... And that kind of makes sense. You know, it's a very... It's corporate. Everything's, you know, profit-based. It's a big theme park. And that makes sense. When you put that in, in retrospect, that quote does feel very applicable to uh, Jurassic World. It's like, what if Jurassic Park had happened and that quote that Ian Malcolm had said there... It, applies very well. So uh, Jurassic World 2 is play- is based on uh, Grant's quote, um, which is, the world has just changed so radically and we're all running to catch up. Dinosaurs and man, yeah. two species separated by 65 million years of evolution have just suddenly been thrown back into the mix together. How can we possibly have the slightest idea what to expect? I'm slowly tracking the camera in on you, Chris, <laughs> as you're reading that line. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that's what he said Jurassic World 2 is based upon. And again, in the past, in other interviews he said the name change to jurassic world was no accident he wanted to make the name more synonymous for where the sequels go so basically a world with dinosaurs and um dinosaurs a man two species living together is the 
quote and like how do we know what to expect and i think that uh i think that that has some interesting implications and uh he did yeah here's the thing the fact that he's based it on those two lines in the first uh film is amazing yeah like i did i didn't even know that and that's (laughs) it makes so much sense like it's so good he's like uh basically he turned malcolm and grant into prophets yeah (laughs) <laughs> I love I love the idea and and honestly I was so worried about the sequels and where they would go and that oh my god we're just going to get the military versus dinosaurs I still think uh, we are though man I still think we are no, no I, think I think it's think the MacGuffin what Colin said I, I don't think that's it's the no, MacGuffin no, okay. where, where do you guys see the story going honestly though don't just say oh dinosaurs and man living together where, what's this, where's the story going though okay uh, I think there's going to be some, another company breeding somewhere else but I, I still think the idea of, of Mizrani already having another park sort of in the in the process somewhere else in the world you know because because Jurassic like... World was Isla Nublar Jurassic mm-hmm. World mm-hmm. Uh, the idea of, of, of having one somewhere else maybe in Africa or somewhere that was oh shit everything on Nublar just went wrong what do they do with this other park and I don't know, somehow the dinosaurs have got out I don't even I don't think not I don't as, even not think a park I think uh, research facilities I think it's very why possible though? that but I don't understand why. Why not? Because certain animals can only live in certain climates, and they who knows what? I mean, honestly, Engen, especially with their military contracts, who knows what their studies were on some of these exactly. animals? Exactly, military contracts. It's going to be military, man. I'm telling no, you. No, that's a MacGuffin, though, in the sense that it's the reason why Engen can stay afloat. It's the reason why Engen continued to cl- clone these prehistoric animals. However, that doesn't mean we're going to see Velociraptors in the Middle East, as people have suggested, fighting the war on terror. Um, you know, you're not going to see that. That God, I hope not. And also, I don't think no, we'll see... That, no one wants and, to see that. And I don't think you're going to see uh, dinosaurs on mainland U.S. either. I don't. Nobody wants to see that. Yeah, I, don't, I hope no one wants U, to see that. U.S. disaster movies are so overplayed. Um, and it wouldn't Canada, work. Like, they could eradicate dinosaurs before they, the dinosaurs could eradicate us. So. Yeah, no, exactly. So that's dinosaurs as like a threat in terms of like, oh my god, they're attacking the cities. No, that's not going to happen. It's I mean, not, if you had a, not a threat at all. If you had a raptor pack in a city, it'd be a little grisly for a bit, and then it would get yeah, cleaned up. Yeah, people would die, and the army Pe- would come in and just yeah. wipe them out. Then, yeah, exactly. I mean, a SWAT team would just kind of roll out, and they'd be like, okay, yeah. we shot the dinosaurs. That was ugly. How the hell did that happen? Okay, so, so what do you think, then? What's So, okay. basically, it's going to be well, there's Resident a... Evil with dinosaurs. No, no, no. It's Bio going weapons. to be... No, yes. it's going to be... Yes. It's going to be widespread <laughs> District 9 with dinosaurs. No, I don't want that to happen. You don't, How do you, you get that I don't many think, dinosaurs? Yeah, I don't think you... I think you're misinterpreting the, question, the quote there, though. You're going to no. have a movie where something new is introduced to the world and it changes it, but the world yeah, continues. It. It species and stuff. But the world continues to move on. Yeah, it just has implications, and I think that's okay, where you're going. But so, I'm saying... if you had animals like dinosaurs reintroduced into the ecosystem, into the wild, not into the cities, but into the wild, so very remote locations that still are connected to mainland continents, so you could very easily see dinosaurs breeding and becoming a issue in places like South America or um, Africa. And, I mean, Africa is huge, so that's a bit of a widespread generalization there. But there's a lot of, there are a lot of locations that would uh, allow for animals like that to be reintroduced and integrate into the wild and have very big changes to the ecosystem around them. Here's the thing about that, though. I, have, I think I have a pretty educated opinion on this. To have dinosaurs become an invasive species like that and cause like eco- ecological collapse and damage, 
you'd have to have generations on generations on generations of them. Or they would have, yeah, get that they would have to breed very fast. Um, things yeah. that could like, have an immediate like insect, effect. Insects and stuff like that. Yeah, things that would have to not have an immediate that. effect. It could be, well, I mean, pteranodons. They could obviously terrorize a lot of the other flying animal populations out there. But um, not to the point of ecolog- ecological collapse. But I'm not saying there's going to be ecological collapse. There's just going to be... Oh, like, eco- to the point where they're invasive and stuff. Maybe they deal well, with them. And there are a lot of animals out there that are invasive species that have not caused ecological collapse. But if they continue, yeah, down, still, the, if they continue down the path that they're on, the implications are grim. And that's what I think we're going to see is basically, well, we've got a problem because these animals are breeding in the wild and we can't really locate all of them and they're thriving and they will have implications to the world around them slowly but surely they will change the world around them um and also then there's the drama aspect of it that you know if you're walking if you're hiking through the forest or the jungle you don't have just to worry about the normal animals that once lived there now you've got to worry about like stepping on a velociraptor nest and getting getting mauled that's that's where i see it going like See, Colin thing, said in though. an interview, here's a here's a. It's not like oh, there's raptors everywhere. It's don't go in that forest because there are raptors in there. It, kind of how don't go in there because there's bears. You know that kind of thing. That would work. Yeah, I have exactly. Issue with this then this is just exactly like what happened with Jurassic Park and then Lost World. Except we have Jurassic World and then Jurassic Lost World, essentially, right? Because what you're getting is another another situation where the dinosaurs get loose on the island or wherever the fuck they are now. And then it's just going to be lost all over again. I don't really see how it's good. I don't think you so. You can change the overall theme, but the idea is still the same. Mm. No, like we're on uh, the same path. No, but we're not going down the same path because the Lost World was isolated on an island. And again, the okay. idea here is the world is slowly changing because of the reintegration of these prehistoric animals. And that's the idea. These animals I just don't see are how this slowly... have any effect, though. Like, it's such a small situation, because dinosaurs well, can't rap- rapidly produce, and they'll be easy to find. They're huge. Com- Comsognathus. Okay, fine, I'll give you that one. That's a good... Slowly... <laughs> in... They weren't in Jurassic World. No, they well, <laughs> They true. might have been, for all we know, but I wouldn't have read those again. I would have been like, oh god, those things are a mistake. You yeah, saw what happened to... You saw what, happened to... you saw what happened to Dieter Stark? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. nobody else did. Yeah. Though, nobody except else did. Roland. Yeah. Well, um, Roland. only, only so, the bits they didn't like. Just a quick one. Sickle claw. Said, wait, 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 wait. I didn't go over all the uh, news. That. Oh, so, so you did not. No. Keep going. Keep we going. um. So yeah, they confirmed that we're departing the parks. I mean, Colin confirmed that we're departing from the parks and the islands. He said we've seen people chased by dinosaurs on the islands. It's time to explore new things and places. Yeah, well, we've had um, people chased on mainland now. Yeah. <laughs> it's about extraordinary things happening in our ordinary to ordinary people in our world and then again he references alien invasion Mm -hmm. movies but don't misconstrue that basically the idea is it's what will happen how would we react i don't think it's going to be anything as dramatic as an alien invasion movie it's going to be more like a slow burn if that makes sense it's going to be more like Mm -hmm. the world slowly again the world slowly evolving and changing um the uh the idea of multiple corporations breeding dinosaurs is brought up. The idea of an Apple versus PC. Um, if PC is InGen, <clears throat> and InGen is basically studying and breeding these animals for possible military application, and again, it might not even be, like, they might kind of go, eh, raptors in the military, that's not going to work. However, we might be able to unlock new ideas about the genome by experimenting on these prehistoric animals. Who knows what secrets they have? Can we make 
literal biological weapons out of these things? Can we, you know, create medicine from these things? There's just military contract in understanding and exploring genetics. I think there's a lot of potential there. And prehistoric animals are sort of this untapped mystery. So I think it makes sense that they would explore that. Um, continue to explore that with military contracts, even if there isn't an exact military application. However, I think we're still going to see the concept of velociraptors as a weapon explored. Um, Told you. I, I, I do think that we're going to see, I mean, out of all honesty, I think we're going to see uh, velociraptors that can camouflage and maybe hide themselves from thermal, much like the that's IREX. Disgusting. I think that I think that that's a possibility. And don't you dare, Chris. Don't you dare do that. I don't want that. It's going to happen. Well, what did Wu take again from the island? Was it just regular embryos or like Embryo. special ones he's working on? Uh, no, just I think all of, I think it was just the collection of embryos. I'm sure they had all their data backed up digitally, but all their uh, animal embryos they took off the island. It might have been the special ones. Um, basically, that was mm. a spoon feeding the audience. Don't worry, there's going to be a sequel when they have genetic yeah. code off the island. In my mind, I always assumed they had genetic code off island already because a big thing like this yeah. probably has multiple <laughs> facilities in uh, storage banks. For... That's exactly what I thought, man. They've obviously got something somewhere else, and it's not just on sauna. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And I mean, it, it makes sense. Honestly, it does not make sense to me that they would only have these things happening on Nublar. We might only know about Nublar, but it doesn't make sense to me that they only have these. I imagine there are various Jurassic outposts all throughout, all throughout the uh, world. Ooh, keyword. Yeah, it could be good. Um, okay, so uh, that's pretty much it oh, from the interview, well, right? There, he also did say something that we uh, were wondering. He did say Claire and Owen are deeply tied to the universe going forward, and they have responsibilities for the things to come and responsibilities for the things that happened. So that's how they kind of are going to get... They open Pandora's box, is what he said. And uh, again, I think Claire, because Mizrani is dead, she was like the head of the park. So she is still tied to the... Uh, basically the fallout and uh she can get she probably could be tied to engine whether or not she wants to be or not and any other corporations that are possibly cloning animals so she still has her ties she probably has certain responsibilities and even if she's not legally bound to them i wouldn't imagine i could imagine her as a character trying to set things right and then owen yeah, i can't i kind of get you there i mean i i i at first i was like why is she coming back it doesn't make sense but now that the kind of what happened in Jurassic World, the implications of that, yeah, it was it was it was their fault. It was you know it was technically yeah. her fault. It, and it wasn't, so, but again, yeah, I could see yeah. her, even her as a character. I could see if things started to go sour, or if she thought that she could fix things a little bit. I could see her being involved. As for Owen, his ties to Engine aren't going away. Whether or not he wants to tell Engine to screw off or not, I mean, his ties to Engine are still there. His ties to his Velociraptors are still there. And you know if he well, had an opportunity... One of them. Yeah, well, yeah, Blue. And honestly, don't be surprised if they bring Blue back somehow. And that might be our last chance to go back to Nublar, like, to retrieve Blue. Here's kind of, like, what I see happening. Engine clones raptors. Somehow Owen either has to, like, stop them or something. I don't know. And he brings in Blue to clean up the mess or find the raptors or bring them under control. I don't know. Again, I don't think we're going to see much more control over the animals than we did with Jurassic World. Um, but yeah, I hope not. I don't. I don't. I don't want the the training raptors. Hashtag for what it script. was. 
but it, yeah, I don't want it anymore. And like, again, that's any further than that. No, that, and that's what Colin said. He said when he was brought into the into the fold, there was a script which we know was a uh, the Jaffa Silver script, and he said there's a script, and basically the entire second half of the movie were was a hunt, was a hunt with people working with Velociraptors successfully. And he's like, okay, but what if we take that, condense it into two minutes, and then have shit hit the fan and the raptors go rogue because he's like mm. he didn't really like the idea of you know humans controlling the raptors or these animals turning against their basic instincts and he said okay so we can kind of work with that i like the concept but again raptors should be a threat not a you know not a buddy buddy thing i so have I, an issue with that still though chris because if, if during the entire time the raptors went bad okay the normal in-gen guys died Mm-hmm. Even Barry could have died, but I don't think Owen was ever really in danger. Uh, yeah, no, when we saw, because uh, when Owen kind of made eye contact with Charlie, Charlie, you could tell that Charlie was not going to attack Owen. However, Charlie was the lowest uh, on the tier of the pack, if I believe, if I recall correctly. So Charlie, but she was also the least obedient too, right? Yeah, uh, I don't know if she's the least obedient. She was just the lowest, I mean, she was kind of like a puppy of the pack. I think she was the youngest. <gasps> puppy, puppy Charlie. Yeah, so she she <laughs> was, uh, you could tell that she wasn't going to attack Owen, but uh, remember when Owen um, revs up his motorcycle, Blue does give chase. However, again, I could see Blue kind of, I could see her kind of mauling Owen if in the right conditions, but not necessarily trying to kill him. Again, when you just look at animals and their uh, yeah, when, when their fight for dominance and the alpha leadership, sometimes their power can kind of get in the way. Sometimes their intent and the outcome are two different things. And they're animals. But wasn't they're the not, ending like super cheesy they, though? Because there was like a standoff between Blue and, and Owen. That was kind of funny. It was just, and it then came, Blue speaks to Owen. That was weird. It just came down to really poor visual portrayal. Again, like I don't have anything. I don't have anything <laughs> so wrong funny. with the concept, the way that, but the visuals of the way is conveyed. I, I do find the ending of the movie, the way they kind of use blue, the way she kind of does a very anthropomorphized chirp towards yep. Owen and nod at the end. I found those to be pretty. That's too uh, much. I don't want that. It's shit too in my much. Jurassic but vis- movies. visually, it was too much. Again, on the script, the idea of a raptor looking at Owen, him taking off the harness off of her. And then her, you know, saying, you know, figuring that she's not going to attack because of the long-standing relationship and the pack following her lead. I don't have any problem with that. That makes sense to yeah, me. Yeah, but there's, like, four people behind him, too, that could have been easily eaten for, like, a long But again, that was that was part of his extended pack. I mean, these, these basic dynamics... I hardly dynamics, know that. I don't understand this. These basic, this dynamics, so these basic dynamics, dynamics exist in the animal kingdom, though. I'll fight you. I'll fight you, Chris. I'll fight you. These basic dynamics, you know, they do exist, and they are very real. And they conveyed they conveyed as much. I mean, he obviously worked with those raptors for a long time, and he had a certain amount of dominance over them. Um, but okay, it was it was strange. So, oh, we got to move so on. We have a time time limit. Sickleclaw said, uh, "What do you think about Trevorrow saying the next film will not be called Jurassic World 2? Yeah, we all um, heard that. Did he That's did he actually say title. that? Yeah, he yeah, just said he says it's not called Jurassic World Two. Yeah, he okay. says it's easy to say. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a uh, a title like the Lost World Jurassic Park. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm glad. Yeah, uh, it, it's Jurassic going World to be 2. Jurassic World, though. The title, it's not going to be Jurassic Park. There was the Jurassic Park trilogy. Now we're getting the Jurassic yeah. World trilogy. Of course, uh, I just uh, we, without any context about what the movie's really going to be about, it's hard to come up with names. Yeah, I think the best chance. Somebody was... suggested the the Dark Continent Jurassic World. Yeah, that's, uh, too, you know, that's too dark. It's too cheesy. Been... I mean, I mean, it's, it's a that was always a cool poster back in the day, but. 
we'll see, I guess. Yeah, I mean, th- there's a lot of ideas like that. I mean, I think that'll end up being pretty seek. I think it'll probably follow the plot line of the sequel. Um, so I don't think that we're necessarily going to be able to guess it quite yet. Um, uh, it's going to be Jurassic World. Malcolm was right. We shouldn't have built the park. Yeah, yeah. Chaos theory. <laughs> Chaos theory again, which still sounds. I mean, like it's so Jurassic, but it sounds so dark and cheesy. Like Chaos Theory, Jurassic World, coming soon yeah. to a theater near you. You know, you know, like, if, if they brought up like uh, Extinction again. Extinction again, though, but it, that doesn't make sense because there's going to be another sequel, and it's not going to be Extinction. And I don't think that's that sells it as too post-apocalyptic. Of yeah. course. That's how you sell tickets, though. Oh, that actually does remind me of one more quote Colin said about the movie. He said, It's not about going bigger in scale, but bigger with the story and further exploring our relationship with animals, dinosaurs, and the impact of bringing these dinosaurs back to life. Yeah. That was good. I liked that a lot. So, the the interview with Jurassic Cast definitely, it made me feel less worried. It went went viral so quickly. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, I'm just cycling through these questions, so... Uh, Justin said, uh, we know the JP quotes that Jurassic World and Jurassic World 2 are based on. What quote do you think is Jurassic World 3? Uh, wh- what is it that Ellie says? Uh, yeah, women inherit Ryan the earth. Something about Ellie's quote. Women inherit the yeah. earth. <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. This, in, in the same scene at the, at the, around the table, uh, she says... Something uh, about violently defending themselves if they have to. Yeah, these, they have no idea what century they're in. They're going to violently defend themselves. Yeah. But then that kind of is a very similar quote to... To Grant. Sam Neill's. Yeah, yeah to Grant's. Dinosaurs take know. over. I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. I wouldn't be surprised uh, if Grant's quote kind of carries on for the third, in a way. Yeah, yeah. But with bigger which, which, which means that Ellie's could as well, because it's about fighting back almost. So, it, I don't know. We'll see where Maybe it goes, I guess. Grant's quote kind of goes into action in the second and is fully realized by the third. Into, like, yeah. And it kind of segues into Ellie's quote. Like, we kind of see we see it all kind of pan out that way. Um, okay, so Samantha said, what are your thoughts about the Jurassic World visitors never seeing the Indominus Rex? You know... They were supposed to originally, apparently. Yeah, I don't know if that's exactly what Colin said. He just basically said, we don't see them see the Indominus in the film, so you can't say for certain. I felt like he never outright said they've never seen yeah, the I Indominus Rex. I was confused Rex. by this. Because, he... because they, filmed, they filmed people seeing it, but then he didn't want to... They basically cut that from the movie. And again, um, what's in a movie is again, what's canon. Like, you know, it's... Yeah, but like we agreed with... Yeah, like 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 the the Lost World deleted mm-hmm. scenes, uh, you know, those technically aren't canon. Or at least they're not in my eyes. Yeah, they never were... Because they, because they were never in the movie. Yeah, they never were canon in my eyes, and they've obviously... That's become confirmed. Well, they're obviously not yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't even have eyes, so... I don't, know if it, I don't know if it really matters if people saw the Indominus Rex or not. I, I, I don't... We never saw it use its camouflage again, so it's not like they would necessarily know about... camouflage! Yeah, it's not like they would necessarily know about that ability, or any, they wouldn't know what the story behind the Indominus Rex is, but they probably knew that there was a big dinosaur running around. I mean, sure, the Pteranodons were the reason why everyone died, and the reason why the park closed, but... Eh, I mean, I'm sure they knew other things were happening. You know, shit hit the fan. I don't think people necessarily cared. Dinosaurs got out of their paddocks and people died is essentially the story. I still don't understand why the park is being... It's, if it's going to get closed or not, I don't understand the logic behind it. What do you mean? Because 
Okay, if a zoo, like San Diego Zoo, two tigers got loose once, right? Killed a few people, injured a few. They didn't close down. Why is it any different with dinosaurs? The problem is San Diego Zoo, it's a tiger. And it's a living animal. And Yeah, dinosaurs. You're not stuck in the San Diego Zoo. In Jurassic World, they were literally stuck on an island without any proper security measures. And it wasn't just one tiger. It was like... Freaking like forty pteranodons and dimorphic like little piranhas with teeth, and they it wasn't just like one or two people. I mean, it was a lot of people died. Really? Okay. Yeah, okay, Colin said the body count is huge, though most of it happens off screen. But he he said that a lot of uh, there was a lot of guest casualties in the movie. All right, fair okay. enough. I mean, you can see we'll that you can see the pteranodons impaling people kind of off screen in the movie like you'll see the pterodons like swoop down and then you'll see their beaks going down for the kill I don't know why they were killing people and not just eating them but you know monster movie uh oh there was something wrong with those pteranodons is all I'm saying I mean not just their design I also didn't like their design those things were like juiced up or something like they were angry they were so angry what was better then the uh, Jurassic World pteranodons or the JP3 ones um, in retrospect, JP3, JP3 Thank ones. Um, my favorite hey. are The Lost World. Love them. Oh, did we lose connection? I'm here. Okay. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so the JP3 ones are my favorite. Yeah, um, my favorite are The Lost World, but uh, out of the two movies that actually feature them, feature them, uh, JP3 wins for me as well. Yeah. Wow, JP3 wins. JP3 are, are, are damn cool. Yeah, it's... They might not be accurate or whatever, but they're creepy as hell. It's... And, a and really cool scene man. in a, a movie that's not so great. It's a good scene, dude. The whole Avery sequence in in uh, Jurassic Park three is amazing. Yeah, still my favorite action sequence. You, yeah. And you can you can just tell that it's part of a bit. It was meant to be bigger. You can there's you just know it feels. It's the most. It's the best. Uh, it's the most. How am I going to say? I it? s- it's the most well constructed scene in the whole film. I still don't believe it was ever meant to be bigger. <laughs> I think they're like, oh, oh it was, I don't think there was ever a story reason for it to be bigger, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I'm I don't think they about, ever had you know, it. Before they ditched the script, that set was already built because it was they were meant to stay the night in the aviary. Do we know that for sure? Yeah, man. You, I mean, that's... Where's that information from? Okay, well, I'll dig it up for you, Chris. Well, we'll do that another is, uh, time, I guess, if it's again. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll go over that. But yeah, they were supposed to stay the night, but this is before they ditched the script, obviously. All I'm saying um, is... They felt happy about ditching the script even after the final movie came out, and they weren't so happy with the final movie. So that script must have been fairly weak. So know, there's a bunch of bunch know. of fucking kids on the island. I'm so glad. They no, 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 no. That was another one, Chris. That, that, was, that was that uh, was even earlier. Cease. That Fuck was that, that was Spielberg's early idea, and then there was an idea which was half mainland, half sauna. So immediately, it's kind of like. Do you know what? That sounds better. This is new to me. Uh, what the hell are you talking about here, boy? I don't know. Okay, none we'll that, go over this. None of that directly sounds better to me. I, I mean, I don't like the movie that we got, but I my guess is the movie that we were going to get wasn't any better, to be honest with you. No, but it was going to... The, the idea was that Dinosaur had already ma- made it to the mainland, so they send a team to Sauna to figure out how the hell they're escaping. I mean, so that's we've a really cool concept. The, yeah, they've already pushed the franchise forward, but, but they ditched the script. That's why I don't, never well, understand. Probably, it must have been bad. It, pr- it, must, it must have been. been bad, and it probably didn't make any sense either. It basically, it says this. 
Five weeks before filming began, Johnson and Spielberg rejected the entire script as they were dissatisfied with it. Eighteen million had already been spent on the film at that time, which which is the the aviary, some mm-hmm. of the sets, like you know, blah blah blah. Johnson felt the script story was too complicated. The simpler rescue mission plot, which had been suggested by David Kep, was used for the film instead. God I damn it, David I, Kep! I don't know how accurate that information is, though. Like I've heard some people contest. Some of that earlier. Kennedy. Years. I mean, it's come. It's come directly from Kathleen Kennedy. So I, I swear to God, I swear like to God, a few weeks before it started, I swear she's contested that quote since then. Like she, she said that some of it was misconstrued a little bit. No, this was in 2013, man. This was the huge article, was, right? Yeah, I uh, fucking uh, love that. She, I miss her so much. On the oh, okay. I need her back. She's fantastic. Too complex, yeah. though. Like I, I think well, JP3. It was just a big fuck. It, it was. It was. It, it was, was called which is a shame a because, reason, right? because every time I read these articles about where it was supposed to go, it makes me think the fr- we wouldn't have got Jurassic World. We would have had JP4 ages ago, and it would have been what they're trying to do now. Do you know what I Maybe. mean? Maybe they already have taken it to the mainland, but in a way that's not ugh, the way they're doing it now. Yeah. I don't know. It's so strange. It's so strange. But I, I'm strange, glad that bum. we got a movie about an open park. All things said and done, oh, I'm yeah, very happy sure. that Everyone we got a movie that. about that. I, I That's uh, actually something that I, I wish that the movie took advantage of its setting more, but I am absolutely glad that we got a movie about that. Okay, hang on. Here, here we go. The film's second script, so this is after the ones where the teenagers crash on the island, so basically prime survival, um, involved Pteranodon escaping <laughs> from Isla Sauna and causing a spate of mysterious killings on the mainland, which was to be investigated by Alan Grant and a number of other characters, including Billy, um, a naturalist named Simone, uh, the military Paul Roby uh, with his son Miles, which turned into um, yeah Paul Kirby the kid and... and yeah uh, Grant's group crash lands on the island while a parallel investigation is being carried out on the mainland. The aviary sequence and laboratory set piece were initially much longer and more complex, including Velociraptors stealthily snip entering the hatchery as the team spends the night there. God, that sounds uh, so sets, good. Costumes and props were built for this version. So that's what I mean. Okay, the, the aviary, set piece... Uh, it feels like... The set pieces It feels sound, like it could have been way bigger. The set pieces sound like more properly utilized. That story st- still sounds really weak to me. Like the story... It sounds better than JP3's story, man. It sounds really cheesy. I mean, not that JP3... It doesn't... I don't know. It doesn't... JP3 was cheesy. I don't know. The, so entire, Jurassic World, the entirety of it doesn't... None of that sounds good to me, basically, is what I'm saying. Although, if they would have utilized the set pieces more, that would have been great. I mean, the Embryotics Administration, the fact that they never fully explored that in the way that they should have, just kills me. Um, and then, of course, the aviary... Uh, I don't know, the whole thing's a mess. Jurassic Park 3 is just one of those really weird... Uh, I don't know, man, what are you talking about? It works for me. It does, it's a good, straight-up action movie. What else do you want? You're... But you're like the 1%. There's a reason why Jurassic Park... I'm the 50%. Talks. Rotten Tomatoes has it at 50%. 50, which is just just below, uh, what's it called? Dry that means World. 50% of people who saw the movie gave it a 60% or higher. Wow, that's not bad. So I understand the stigma behind Jurassic Park 3. It's like, if you criticize Jurassic Park 3 for having weak characters and a weak story, you can do the same thing to Jurassic World and The Lost World. Because Jurassic World had no characterization. Lost World does a little I bit, not enough. Disagree. What are you talking about? The characters were paper thin. I, I disagree. I'm not saying that they were um, incredibly deep characters either. Um, I think that they could have used a lot more characterization. I think it would have helped them. By the way, uh, Jurassic Park three is at a 42 percent. If you take Metacritic's percentage, 
Wow. That's still not bad, though. Uh, I would say it's pretty bad for a franchise that I well, hold. How, what's the last world? I'm just curious. Uh, 100, I think. Man, no. <laughs> lost World's out of 59. Oh, man. It's well, better than tied that. with Jurassic World. I, shit. I agree that's better than that. Lost World is, is a fantastic sequel. Yeah, I don't get it. I, I really don't. Everyone sure. loves it, though. Like you, the Jurassic cast guys. I don't, I don't understand it. They do, yeah, yeah. I'm glad they. It's do a fantastic well, movie, honestly. I mean, it does have flaws. It, it does have flaws. Um, but it's different enough from the first film. It feels so drastically different. Like a good sequel should. It's got, I know? mean, it's got a few scenes here. It's like, oh, like the whole Kelly kicking the raptor. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, see that never bothered. No, it doesn't me bother me either for some reason. Out, I, don't and I was like, I was like, I don't really. It doesn't bother me. She's. It's just a. I mean, it's kind of cheesy the way she does it, and the way that it's. Oh, use your gymnastics that we talked about at the start to save your dad. But like, it. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's not. I don't know. She just. I. It shouldn't really be there. But whatever. Uh. Anyways, yeah. No, I mean, Jurassic Park Three is just not a good movie. And it's man, I can defend the shit out of this movie. You know what? We will one day we'll have just a special okay, podcast we will, for yeah, we Jurassic will Park three. Fucking save! I don't know. I don't know what to call it. Saving Jurassic Park three's life or something. We will know. do it. Let's move on um, to the Jurassic World toy. Did line. we get all the questions in? I have a good I, one right here. Before we move on, real quick, uh, one sec, okay. one sec, one sec, one sec. It's from Job some... Ang slash Job Ang. I'm sorry if I pronounced your first name wrong. Um. Essentially, his questions. I'd love to hear some good juicy canon discussion and whether Jurassic Park the game is part of your head canon. To that, I say fuck Jurassic Park the game. Piece of shit movie. And it's not canon. Fuck that shit. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's absolutely not canon. I don't think there's anything wrong with borrowing certain ideas from it. Like uh, like they kind of did for the uh, Masrani Global website. They did borrow some, like the name of the mountain. I mean, the name of the uh, the volcano, Mount Sebo. Uh, I, I like that they mm. borrowed from it, but it's obviously not canon because Jurassic World saw to its validity in the canon being in question. And again, the game, eh, it, it, it was meant to be canon in the sense that they made it in a way that it didn't contradict the movies that already existed. It was never meant to be canon as in to write the future of the franchise. It, it was never meant to, you know, if there was ever going to be a sequel, which there was... They were never going to go, oh, I've got this really good idea. Oh, you can't do that because the game said differently. No, no, no. As far as I'm concerned, the game is not canon. If they want to borrow concepts for it, cool. But it's not canon, and I think that we've seen enough to show that. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. And that's the way it should always be, honestly, when it comes to an expanded universe. You should fit it in and make it agree with your canon that you have out there. But, again, when a sequel comes in, the sequel should be allowed to do what it does and it shouldn't it shouldn't be restricted because of something a video game or a comic did. Let the movies speak for themselves. Okay, so Justin asked another question uh, just a couple of minutes ago. Please, because basically we uploaded a video, uh, which is a the Indominus Rex prototype from Hasbro, which obviously never got released. Chris, do you want to give us a quick run through of that? Yeah, it's the um, it's the quote unquote bad boy prototype which is funny because considering the name's cheesy as anything and also the indominus rex and all the other dinosaurs are female but it's the bad boy prototype of the indominus rex the one that we have the one that you know you pull down on its arms its mouth opens it roars it lights up the fuck was that that's the indominus that's the toy (laughs) it does all that and um 
but it's a prototype and it's actually based on the earlier design one is called the Malasaurus. And uh it's a lot nicer looking. It is so much nicer looking. It's the earlier prototype. Yeah, it's, it's got a rubber neck like the old Kenator. Well, this did. one has a rubber neck also. A rubber neck and head. Oh, do, oh does yeah. it? I didn't think it did. Yeah, it's got a rubber neck and okay. head, but um what I think makes that one a little bit different is it's less rubbery. It, it's a lot it has a lot more detail in it. It looks less goofy. Sharper teeth. Sharp. Yeah, it looks it looks aggressive. And I like the iridescent paint job and the sort of translucent um translucent plastic they use, which makes me wonder if those old rumors that we heard about the Indominus Rex having translucent skin were actually true at a point in time. Maybe. Uh, because it just it looks a lot cooler. It's like this nice kind of like beigeish white iridescent shiny paint job. The details are sharper, the uh proportions are better. It's just a better looking toy in general. And uh and it's a cool little video. They show you picking it up a what would be the gyrosphere. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, check it out. It's the prototype, the prototype looked a lot nicer. Basically, long story short, is the Jurassic World toys at a point in time just had better paint jobs and better sculpts, and I don't really know what happened. I really do not know. I really don't know what happened. There's a few items in the line that you're like, oh wow, this one's nice, and then the rest you're just like, uh, I don't know. Like between the questionable articulation and features that they put on them, the quality of the plastic, the paint application, the paint color choices, and some of them just the entire sculpt in general, they're just not that hot, especially things like the T-Rex. I don't know how they managed to mess up the T-Rex that badly, but it's really goofy looking. Uh, yeah, I mean, the T-Rex is like the staple of the franchise, and they've somehow managed to make it look idiotic, it, an oversized mouth and feet. And yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's it like chicken. It's cheap. What type of chickens have you seen? The dinosaur-looking ones, I guess. I don't know. Chickens have tiny heads. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's reminding me of chicken. And I don't tiny, know. They've got some weird chickens in Canada is what I'm learning. Listen, Canada is uh, the Apparently best. so. I don't know what kind of genetic testing they're doing on a Cease's property, but, you know. Maybe that's why he was late to the podcast. Damn, you got me. Oh, no. Um, while we're talking about toys, do you guys... This isn't necessarily toys, but do you guys want to talk about like the future of um? Yeah, I mean the, the um, some of the paint jobs on the current line look very uh, like su- like they're not realistic colors. They're super like bright and what would you what would you call it like uh, um, almost like you know like rich reds and yellows yeah. like the Allosaur is, is just ridiculous. Same with the Pachycephalosaur, kind of like chaos of. Yeah, kind of like Chaos Effect. And that's what's kind of convenient is it seems like hybrids are going to... Well, more than seems. Um, but hi, Jurassic World hybrids seems to be the theme for next year. And um, I guess I'll give a rundown about how we kind of come upon this information. Back in July, I found some uh, trademarks, five of them actually, from Universal Pictures. They trademarked hybrid dino and they trademarked it five different ways for all different forms of merchandising so toys books food book bags etc like they covered they covered all the ground there and they they're not a company that tends to take out a ton of trademarks i mean they basically only have jurassic world and like indominus rex like they don't have a ton of other things so i knew that that was pretty significant in fact that it happened after the movie came out i'm like well that's probably a merchandising thing that they're gonna be doing within about a year and then um, 
a few weeks ago, someone found a book from Random, Random House Books, which is a uh, children's book publisher. It's going to be like a picture book called Jurassic World Hybrids. Uh, it was initially listed as coming out in January. Uh, more recently, the release date got shifted to March. But again, you have this tr- these trademarks called Hybrid Dinos, and then you have Jurassic World Hybrids. Um, then after that, I was talking to somebody, and we found a toy listing in Toys R Us's system. Now, remember, the Jurassic World toys showed up about a year before they came out, uh, mm-hmm. or like six months before they came out. We found a toy listing in uh, the system for a new Jurassic World toy, and it's called Jurassic Hybrids T-Rex, um, which, again, gives a little bit more credit towards the idea of a Jurassic World hybrids line. And uh, since then, people have said, yeah, they heard that there's going to be a hybrids line and everything along those lines. So, so it's kind of like Chaos Effect. Kind of like Chaos Effect, yeah. Um, Which I'm, you know, I don't like the hybrid idea for future films, but for, for, t- toys? for a toy line, it just makes sense. For like a short-lived yeah. toy line, like a little bit of a spin-off, and not just toys, like probably like children's books, maybe comics, that would be interesting. But, you know, something short-lived like that, I think it's a lot of fun. And it is happening, um, but it's not indicative of the future of the franchise. It's just, you know, it's like Chaos Effect wasn't. It's just a cool idea that they're going to... Explore. I, I would. It's not the direction I would have went, um, right away. If it, if it's like you know, if we're talking about creating an expanded universe for Jurassic World, that's not like my mind's not like, let's go to hybrids. But I mean, it can be fun. We should get some cool toys out of it, and I imagine that Hasbro's style will actually translate pretty well to these toys. And on top of that, we're not going to have preconceived notations of the way these animals should look as toys. It's not going. We're not going to look at it and go, "That T Rex looks wrong," because if it's a hybrid T Rex where it's all goofy and colorful and spiky, I mean, we're not really gonna. We're not really gonna say, "Well, that doesn't look like the real thing," because it's a hybrid T Rex and it's not the real thing. So you think that, that it's actually going to happen, though? You think that? Dog. I hear yeah, dogs. Uh, Peanut, come here. Let me let me take your collar off you. Here. Yeah, do you think that the, the sculpts and stuff will get better? Um, Yeah, I do think the sculpts will get better because yeah. I think they're going to take Jurassic more seriously for one thing. And also they've received a lot of backlash for things like Star Wars and uh, Jurassic from the Star fan Wars bases. looks really good though. Like their uh, Black Series and their Black like six inch, um, 3 inch looks okay. Their Black Series is fantastic. They've had a lot of issues plaguing the uh, 3 and a quarter inch, or not 3 and a quarter inch, 3 and a, uh, like almost 4 inch scale figures. They've, yeah, uh, I have a few of them. I don't understand what... What's well, wrong with them? Like, they look, they look great they're to not me. On to, they're not with the quality of the past items, but there's been issues where like figures like that come with vehicles actually don't fit in their vehicles. There's oh, a lot, of paint, there's a lot of paint application issues and just kind of quality control issues across the board. And basically, Star Wars fans are used to higher quality, so the feedback has been fairly negative. Us, with our Jurassic World line, we're looking at it going, damn, if only we got something half as cool as that for the Jurassic World toys. But again... Hasbro is going to take it more seriously. Universal's licensing and brand management, I'm sure, is going to take it more seriously. And I think overall you're just going to see a lot more cohesive energy going into making better products across the board. And I hope that we get an expanded universe. I really do. I mean, I would love to hear about the 10 years of operation that Jurassic World ran. I would love to hear about the cleanup of Isla Nublar. I would love to see what Engine's doing. Are there other companies out there cloning dinosaurs in the expanded universe? Even if they're short-lived, something that doesn't affect the future films. It would be a cool it's a cool way to explore ideas that necessarily wouldn't translate into films but would work well as toys and video games and movies not movies, uh, in comics and books and everything like that. 
So, I mean, again, we're going to get that with uh, hybrids, I'm sure. I don't know how big it's going to be. I just know they took out the trademarks. I know we're getting a book, and there's toy listings. So, it's happening. Uh, but How soon do you think until we see new new toys? And, and obviously, this is something that needs to be answered. Um, the Jurassic World toys are still being pumped out. Yeah, so I think the Jurassic World toys will continue to have waves up until this new line. And then this new line... Uh, see, I'm wondering if it's going to launch with the book in March. But it would make more sense to me, just given how long it takes for toy development to go from like con- conceived like prototypes to on the shelves. It usually takes about a year. So they took this trademarks out in July. So let's just say... I could see it coming out in June. Okay. They might they might like soft launch it with like repaints of the Indominus Rex and um Stegoceratops like before that maybe in March. But um yeah, I could see maybe I would see like the line run its course from like June through the holidays and then it'll probably and then probably hybrids will be done. So like June June yeah. to December sounds reasonable to me i guess will there be any uh, human figures oh god i hope again i hope i hope i hope i hope i hope i don't know i really don't know i they missed out yeah oh you know that they're kicking themselves now especially for how marketable owen grady is the whole yeah but i hope they are because i you know they made such terrible mistakes with the jurassic world toy line are they do they even care uh yeah they do Especially now, especially now. Well, yeah, it's selling. But again, look at it now. If they had the same items that were out there, but also had figures like Owen and his motorcycle set, that would be more items to sell in general, which means more more money. And plus, I mean, when the when a line does this well, and when a movie does this well, you give it a better brand management. Um, you give it better. You give it more attention to detail and everything like that. It's across the board. So yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't, I can't speak, I don't know Hasbro's business model, I can't tell you if they're going to do better plastics or better paint, I don't think they will, but I think they'll have a better attention to detail, better base sculpts, and maybe more accurate paint applications. Like, they'll probably still only be a few colors, but they'll make it as accurate as possible within those parameters. Hopefully. Uh, but again, with the hybrid stuff, basically the sky's the limit, because they can just kind of create whatever they want, unless they base it upon... Like, you know, the Indominus Rex, but, you know, they might even take it a step further and, like, look at the Indominus Rex in the uh, Ludia Jurassic World Builder game. And I think, like, it's, like, level 40 variant is, like, sort of bluish with, like, red stripes or something like that. Like, they might repaint it like that, and I think that would be cool. And I think it has, like, bigger yeah, spikes. Yeah, the, the, the iPhone game kind of really does have a hybrid feel to it. Yeah, I mean, it, they introduced hybrids. Like, so originally you were able to get them through the Brawlosaurs, which were those Hasbro toys. But now you can breed them yourselves. Like so, there's thing. There's not a. There's not very many hybrids. I think there's it's not the Indom- easy to do though. It's fucking hard to get. No, it's even re- one ridiculous. Thing. It's ridiculous. But yeah, there's the Indominus Rex. There's a Stegoceratops, and then there is Spinoraptor. The Carnoraptor, Spinoraptor, yeah. and I think like one more, like Colosuchus or something like that. Yeah, or and there's Col- also an Ankylodoctus. Like oh, Ankylodoctus with the flying thing. Yeah, no, it's uh no, Ankylodocus is um it's an ankylosaurus and um Oh, really? Shit. It's an ankylosaurus and uh sauropod. Oh fuck, that was like a flying bastard and like Okay. No, you're sense. probably you're probably thinking of the Ankylodon from Chaos Effect. <laughs> That's or, funny. probably whatever, whatever it's called. But yeah, no, there are a few hybrids. I I mean since Hasbro's already made like a Carnoraptor Brawlosaur, 
I would love to see an actual proper like toy of the Carnoraptor, mainly because I love Carnotaurus. I love Velociraptors. Carnotaurus is my favorite dinosaur. Um, so the idea of a Carnoraptor toy would be like the coolest thing ever. And plus, I actually do like the design. So if that's a chance to happen, I don't know if they're gonna use those designs or not. But if they do, and it kind of does make sense to me since they've already they've already worked together. They um, look really good, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, if you look look up the Carnoraptor, just you don't need to even type like Jurassic. Oh, I'm you looking at it right now, actually. Yeah. yeah, if you just Google Carnoraptor, it's a pretty cool design. It would look cool as a toy. Um, None of them look like super crazy. It's all like it's believable. Yeah, it, it looks like, like real an animal. animals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I could believe that as a Dromaeosaur, which is the uh, family that raptors belong to. Hey, Chris, do you like dinosaurs? What was that? <laughs> I, I, I like do I like it. dinosaurs? Um, no. God, why, why would you yeah, even suggest it's kind of, such it's a kind thing? of weird looking, eh? I'm kind of insulted right now. <laughs> um, the Spinoraptor is pretty funny looking because it's like a Spinosaurus raptor that has feathers. It's really cute. The earlier version of it is like, eh. The final version of it I like, except for I don't like its eyes because it has such cartoony eyes. But it's a cool looking... I think even with you guys disliking feathers, I think that you guys would be fine with this as a hybrid. Ah, uh, fuck feathers. No, hold on, hold on, wait, look at this thing. This is the weirdest way I've ever seen feathers used. Especially because it's on a Spinosaurus, but hold on, I'm going to send it to you guys. That's blasphemy. I I, I don't believe that. Like, you, I won't, you, I won't you change your tone on feathers every time. The last No, but on, on, my, on my beautiful Spinosaur, never. <laughs> this isn't your beautiful Spinosaur, this is uh... Oh shit, this, oh, no, that's this horrible. Is the future right, Spinosaur. Um, it looks like a fantasy <clears throat> creature. The fuck? It's like, it's like a duck with feathers on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I, I hate him. the eye especially. Fuck but sakes, I, Chris. This, the Spinoraptor is an interesting looking thing. It's just so unique. I've never seen anything like that. You know what? Speaking of feathers, just real quick. Again, remember, I'm not a... talking about something I wanted in a movie. I'm talking about something I think it would make a cool toy or like comic book dinosaur. They're fucking construction. Yeah, and like my bad. If you guys can hear that, yeah, we can hear that. A cease. God, another technical fault. I mean, it's a good way to wrap up a podcast with a cease giving us a technical fault. Hey? Fuck yeah, do it. Yeah. Let's wrap it. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else that we wanted to go over? I don't Looking think so. But notes. we're going to pump out another podcast. We're going to record another one next week, guys. Yeah. Okay, we should get a oh, guest shit, on. Yeah. That. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, free. we're back to it, and we're going to have more guests. And uh, yeah, we kind of it's. It, I kind of stepped back a little bit from the franchise, you know, after the release, and and hosting the website. It's it's it is such a strain, unlike everyday life. You know, constantly checking the phone and updating and posting this and writing this and you know maintaining the site was a was a bit of a bitch. Uh, I love doing it; it's fun to do. But after the film, I kind of just step back. For it's a, bit. a lot to keep up with with the news and writing the articles and just you know, like it is. It's, it's tough. Even man. now, there's a lot of things that could honestly generate some great articles, but uh, it just it's more time consuming than you'd think. And um, yeah, and 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 yeah. So I kind of step step back, and I think we all did really. It's time for a good break. We we're getting a break anyway. It was time for months, a break. So. But I think it's time to get out of that break mode because. We're getting. I'm back we're, in. Man. We're okay. into a whole new kind of world with Jurassic. It's now we're seeing Jurassic again as a pop culture phenomenon in the in the world where franchises and expanded universes really are key. And I think that we're going to see Universal take a new approach to it, and hopefully they do it right. I, I do have a lot of faith in it right now. I, I mean, I'm not exactly thrilled about hybrids, but I, in general, 
I, I like it as a toy line. I don't necessarily like it as something else. And the fact that it took out so many trademarks and the fact that there's a book coming out makes me worried that like they might kind of push in that direction. But we'll see what happens. I still think like there's yeah. there could be – I wouldn't mind reading a comic, like a one-off comic about that. I hope we do get comics. I'm not a big comic person. But uh, I just want like an expanded universe, like expanded fiction for Jurassic. It would be cool to get some like novels even, not just young adult novels, just like general – fiction novels that expand into the past present and future of jurassic yeah i mean well hey listen we are back uh we didn't really go anywhere but we all kind of took a little break away from it but we're back now um this franchise is going to go places and it, it already is so obviously stay tuned to our website at jurassicworld.org we're gonna have more podcasts about it. we're gonna have more guests and assis is gonna hate Everything some more. Yeah, oh, just, yeah. that's why I'm. I'm hate see, you hate yeah. everything except for the first movie in Jurassic Park three. Basically. I don't hate Jurassic World, man. I don't hate it. It's, it's disappointing. You did say you hated it. Yeah, you I did. hate a lot of things in it though. It's not. I don't hate it overall. Anytime somebody says they like it, you just kind of freak on them. <laughs> it upsets me. It's like, why do you like it so much? I hate Jurassic Park three. Why do but, you do this to look, me? Look, I, I, I do feel like it's an interesting thing. You know, we all loved it when it first came out, and then there was I fucking cried. a little bit of like I, there was a bit of a realization that it wasn't everything that everyone had hoped for, which you can never get. You I, know, film is subjective. I've stayed but, pretty consistent. Um, with my opinion like I think when I came out of the premiere and you guys no same I think when you guys asked me I'm like well I'm like I really enjoyed it I said but I think it's gonna split some people it actually split less people than I thought Um, most people enjoyed it I think people accepted it but I do feel like you know how you know people like JP3 at first and then there was a very it was a very quick turnaround for people being like Joe Johnson ruined it I was just a kid I do feel like there is there is there is still a chance for a group of people to turn oh, on. It's it's you have a, you have a group happens. of people that turn on anything. However, I think what we've seen with Jurassic World, it became like a pop culture phenomenon, especially with younger ages. Like, it really appealed to the masses. The kiddies love it, yeah. And um, uh, that's something that you just you didn't see with Jurassic Park 3. And it, cause it, it built a bigger story. It built a bigger universe, and it had a lot of really cool ideas and some really cool visuals, some really fun characters. And, I mean, I mean even like little one-off characters like Lowry has more yeah, characterization character in the franchise has more characterization than pe- than anybody in Jurassic Park 3 in my opinion and well, uh, let's hang on okay, you don't know we'll, we'll discuss this some other day because we got and uh, characters like we will. characters like Owen they're pretty they're pretty simple One note. but they're fun I, I I don't think Owen has the complexity of Grant or Malcolm from Jurassic Park absolutely not however I still think that he's an enjoyable character um, I do hope that we see more characterization. I hope that we see more science going into the future. That was something that Jurassic World was lacking, was kind of the science and personal characterization that Jurassic Park had a lot of. But we may see that in the Yeah, sequel. absolutely. So we shall wait and see. I'm excited. Um, it was nice I to... I like Jurassic yeah, World, and I'm very well. excited for the future, and I'm excited for the expanding universe. I'm excited for the toys... Think- I'm less worried than I was. Yeah, that's for sure. After Colin's interview, I honestly praise praise to Colin for for doing that. Obviously, he was always gonna uh, uh, do another podcast with Jack and the guys at Jurassic Cast, but it, he really didn't hold hold anything back yeah. this time round. And I liked that. I, I mean, obviously, he didn't speak about Star Wars, but <laughs> yeah, he. I don't think he's allowed. Yeah, exactly. Colin's I, a good guy. Yeah, I, I'm really excited. He, he is. He, he really seems to have a vision. For Jurassic. Yeah, and he gets the franchise. He, he, yeah. he it made me realize once again that he was the man for the job. Um, yeah, 
I'm interested that he. I'm interested in who will direct the yeah. sequel. Um, I think who directs will I, set the tone. I initially thought it was him, but I think I think it'll be really interesting that it's not. I think that um, who, he he yeah. put he pushed the franchise in the right direction. Exactly, and I think that depending on what director we get with the sequel, will kind of dictate sort of the tone. Are we going to get more adventure? Are we going to get more tension? Are we going to end up with more science? I think all these things are really going to weigh in on what director we get because. All of these things could have been emphasized upon differently with a different director on Jurassic World. I'm glad that we got Colin, though. I think I like Jurassic World a lot, and I'm really excited to see. I'm really excited just for his future movies, like Book of Henry. Um, that just sounds that like sounds a really yeah, cool movie. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a really cool movie. I'm excited for it. Um, I'm just. I think that he did a fantastic job with Jurassic World. Tonally, it was a different movie than a lot of us expected, but it was definitely very Amblin, which is something that he put an emphasis on. It wasn't necessarily Jurassic's Amblin, but it was very Amblin. Yeah, for sure. It had that feel. And uh, we will discuss this again on the next episode of the Jurassic World.org podcast. Until then... Uh, Stay tuned and... Uh, how do we How do we end these? I don't, Farewell! Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Keep, keep tweeting. It usually ends with somebody... It usually ends with a C saying bye! <laughs> and then Chris... There's like a giggle from Chris. <laughs> a giggle. Oh, a giggle. <laughs> there you go See, there we go there's a little <laughs> giggle god damn it um <laughs> okay so um let's end it like we usually keep tweeting do us, us. give us make sure you follow, too much all, of us. Yeah. Fuck. Fo- follow all of us on twitter follow jurassic park iv jurassic park 4 iv on twitter and uh, follow our individual twitter account twitter accounts as well mm, always shout out to map underscore index <laughs> oh man jurassic park 14 let me see if they're still going yeah. Oh, while we wait for that, before we leave, when do we think we're gonna get the director's announcement? Uh, probably a year. Not like, for a while. Like I think year? next year. Probably this time next year. Okay. Oh my god! Account suspended. Fuck! I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back right now. I want it. <laughs> how scary! How scary! I, I wonder how that happened. Anyway, but yeah, no, I think it'll be this time next year. I think that there. I mean, I hope that the trades. I mean, if if there are things to pick up on, I hope that we do start hearing like the idea of maybe you know there might even be casting ideas um, next year. I still think it'd be interesting if they end up with Josh Brolin back in the Jurassic franchise, like he was supposed to play Owen. It would still be very interesting to see Josh Brolin come in, play a very different character, but come into the Jurassic franchise. And yeah, I like Brolin, man. I think it'd be good. And choice. it makes me wonder if they might court people like J.K. Simmons or uh, Michael Keaton because they were working with him on Kong, them on Kong before they departed because the movie kept getting delayed. But it will be interesting to see if they kind of go towards that type of group of actors as well for the sequel because I think there's a lot of interesting roles that can be played. Um, for sure. I mean, they've got if <laughs> I still hope they kind of come in with Dotson's character. Obviously, they need to recast him. Un- you know. Oh man, that's a whole that's other podcast. Just <laughs> oh, shit. Unfortunate for everyone involved with that, uh, n- namely, um, namely yeah. the victims. That's really unfortunate. Um, I'm I'm really disappointed. It was true. Yeah, it's just I I had a bit of hope that it it, it was it was one of those stories. Yeah, you know, because sometimes the story uh, just because he had such an amazing reputation in Hollywood. Plus, I just like and his, I, I like I like his depiction of Dotson. Yeah, although I mean, all things considered, maybe that's seen... more accurate to Dodson's character than I don't know. Dodson was a bit of a I don't know the lo- lo- Lost dude. World. Dodson was a bit of a creep, to say the least. Oh yeah, for sure. What he did to Sarah. Yeah. But anyway, that's drifting. Uh, um, the whole situation just ugh. 
it, oh, it sucks, man. It sucks. And the weirdest thing about it um, is the day after it was... Or no, the day before it was announced, like, the first article came out about it, I'd sent, like, a big letter to Cameron Thor. Like, you know... Yeah, bad timing. It kind of bummed me out. But, I mean, it's I a good like, thing oh. that, like, we didn't end up, like, pulling him on a podcast or something like that and then have that news come out afterwards. Because that would just feel so icky. It would feel weird, yeah. yeah. It, it's just a shame. But, you know, you, there was that huge article that I linked you guys yeah. to. The uh, I don't know if it was THR. It gave, a, like, an incredibly huge background about the investing. Yeah, and the evidence and the charges. And, and all the evidence and stuff. But, the pleas. Um, yeah, it there was a lot of you know he went back to work and and there was like most people didn't believe it and i was like man there is some hope that it's yeah i don't know you know yeah not that's not a good note to end this on can we can we like bring one more thing up before we end this um yeah let's talk about a sea dinosaurs um <laughs> Oh, oh, you know what? Here, here's just something that I can say. Uh, when I was in Texas recently, I got to tour Chronicle Collectibles. They have the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World license, and I'm pretty excited for the potential future products from them. And that's really all I can say. Yes. But, uh, they've got such a great team down there. They're a bunch of great guys and girls down there, and they're really, really talented. And it's just a really fun place with a lot of cool stuff. Um, follow them. Uh, check out the website. They're, I think the website's getting redesigned soon. Um, but yeah. Shadow, I know, buddy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we'll end it there. Yes, I'm. Uh, uh, hopefully, we see something from them. Soon. Yeah, I. Uh, I don't know what the time frame for anything like that is, but uh, 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 hopefully, yeah, soon. I'm excited. I, and I think they're just really, really cool. talented, and it's something that fans should be fans, and especially collectors, because they're going for the high end crowd. For um, sure. Something people should be excited for, both statues and prop replicas. So. Stay tuned. We'll uh, we'll obviously have all the info on that, guys. It was nice to speak to you. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We need to do this more often, more regularly, and we need to start getting guests. And maybe we can start. We're, we're back now. We will. Yeah, uh, and just let's take it to the next level. I'm gonna interrupt real quick for sure. Hundred percent. Let us know what you guys want to hear and see, and I don't know whatever else you can feel from us. Feel from us. Let us know what you want to hear and see from us in the future. That's that. All right. That's normal sounding, sort of. Okay, bye.